Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly, spanking clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then loop up the glory hole is like a, a like big theater. I imagine you're going to Change your pants and better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another week here at By the By. You've got Angela and no Bradford. Because guess what? He's still gone. We left him in Melbourne. He's, he's like, you've got him now, Melbourne. Oh, I know. But I do have Kobe and Judy. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Everyone out there. Oh, yeah. So welcome back. And thanks, Kobe and Judy, for coming on. I think there are a few people at least um, eagerly awaiting this podcast. But we're not going to get into it just yet. First, we're going to talk about what's coming up. So the next Pendulum Party is August 25th at Our Secret Spot. So put it on your calendar. Get tickets in probably a week or so. Usually they're up by the first of the month. Yeah, come join us. It'll be a good time. Mm. More fun. I look forward to some orgy bedtime and we'll see what happens. But Always. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. maybe a bit downstairs flogging. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Never know what will happen. baby. <laughs> I've got a couple new paddly implement things oh, to yes. play with. Oh, I could leave that. Yeah print on your butt yeah, yeah i've got one that has a like a, a new one i got last weekend was it's got a paw print kind of etched into it so two layers of leather and one's got cut out so that when you hit somebody with it it leaves a paw print on their ass or you know wherever to typically the ass yeah. so we'll have to we'll get some pictures of that at some point i'm sure yes mm. then next up after that is not far away we have escape to the tropics november 8th to 13th up in far north queensland there's a couple of rooms left if you're interested in joining us for this full resort takeover. We're doing it in conjunction with exclusively RHP. So get in touch with them. Get in touch with us if you're interested. It's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait. Yeah. I am absolutely ready for a holiday oh, and a warm holiday. Yeah. Anybody that's sitting on the fence thinking about it, just dive in. Just do it. It's a wonderful, wonderful week away with wonderful people and you can't get better. So Agreed. Give it a go. Definitely. All right. Anything else before we jump into it? Should we jump into it? I think we can dive on in. All right. Fast today. Fast. We're not not wasting time. And I I would like to say that I do miss Bradford, but I'm not going to. Oh. Oh. (laughs) I did the aw when he was in Melbourne. That's enough. Don't don't (laughs) let him know too much. Yeah. We do miss having Bradford on here, though. Yeah, we do. Because that's why y'all are here, because I don't think people want to hear, like, me for an hour. Well, we know, that, we know that's a lie, but yeah. 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 You just um, miss his cooking. I actually do yeah. miss his cooking, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to feed myself. Like, I can feed myself. It's the cooking for myself that I'm not a fan of. <laughs> He's getting cheese and bickies. Yeah. <laughs> I can survive. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I'm not going to starve, that's for sure. 
All right, so this week we are going to talk about the couple weekends ago when we were in Melbourne at Between Friends Wine Bar. So y'all would have heard last week that we did the live podcast there and just had sat down and had a chat with some folks there. But I wanted to, to talk to Kobe and Judy because they have not been to Between Friends before and actually don't think y'all have been to too many other swingers clubs in our secret spot. Um, so let's let's start with that. Like, have you been to other swingers clubs besides OSS or was this? We've, we've been to a few uh, over time, but never anything that I would say is regular by any means. Um, certainly when we first dipped our toe in the water a few years ago, it was um, couples club in Sydney that mm. shut down and didn't survive COVID. Didn't survive COVID and was very surprised that it survived as long as it did after being there. Um, and so well, after the comparison to that's right, to the ones that we have to been to places since. that we've been to since, yeah. um, it, it's interesting, and I, I think that's an interesting topic of, of um, if you land in the wrong spot, it could really make your view jaded on the community and and on the people that are involved. But um, no, 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 we're always looking to spread our wings and look at more and more places. I haven't had the greatest amount of opportunity to get to a lot. But what we have had is, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah. yeah. and um, So this would have been then one of the opportunities to go somewhere that might be not regular because you're not in Melbourne, but someplace you might go back to, exactly. right? Not yeah. just a one-off to check it out kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a, when you're travelling and you're away and, you know, you're there for a week and you go, oh, mm. okay, that's what we're going to do on Friday or Saturday night. Um, the nights that they're open. And uh, it was good. Um, we'll get into that in detail, but it's, um, yeah, it's definitely always pushing and, and looking for somewhere new and, and different to go and, and to get those comparisons. Yeah. And it is nice in Melbourne because before it was typically parties and things that were a bit harder to find out about and, you know, not necessarily as consistent. Whereas this is like every weekend, you know, that you're going to be able to go and have a good time if you want to. Yeah. So no matter, especially for those of us coming from out of town, if we're traveling with work or anything, then again, you know that you're going to be able to go there and not be like, oh, what's on this weekend and have to really dig hard. Really dig and find it. And yeah, with the house party um, circuit, it's uh, sometimes harder to break in, know people Mm -hmm. that know people. And we all have anxiety when you do go to any new venue for the first time and what that is on top of a commercial venue versus a private residence being yeah. used as, as a different feeling again. So, um, yeah, it's really, um, it's really good that they've got the space down there. Yeah. So what were your expectations going into it? Did you have ideas, expectations, thoughts, hopes, dreams? I know I got really... Nightmares? <laughs> no. <yeah, never>. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, I know I got, um, was very intrigued at a wine bar slash swingers club yeah. somewhere that was as we all know that kobe likes his wine well that is very true anyone that knows me knows i like my wine and whiskey beer <laughs> i digress um but it, it was actually i thought it was really intriguing because uh, other venues we've been to over time everywhere else i've never seen one that isn't just byo yeah. that has a bar that's licensed and is doing that as well as and also talks about the wine that they do have um it's not just a commercial bar they do have a product there that they're happy with and pushing and and know about um and and i will say that their wine selection is quite good yeah like 
if they're not just like you know your cheap yellowtail whatever bottles right they're it's good wine that they actually do have yeah and it is that's a good point to bring up about the whole byo situations because in sydney and many places in australia they can't have sex on premises and licensing for alcohol as well so it depends on where you are and what the laws are and i think in the states probably most places you're allowed to have sell alcohol but here in Australia, you're not. So it is very often BYO. So you just take whatever you're going to drink for the night. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was a really intriguing part of it. And I was very pleasantly surprised that, and I know Judy was, that they had a wonderful vat of mulled wine they were <laughs> so working good. on. And it was very, very tasty. Um, cold winter night in Melbourne, mulled wine. Yeah. A great combination. That was a winner. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no. yeah. I think I even started with a glass of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good way to to start off the night for sure. I don't think I actually had any expectations as such, because we were going anyway. So it was like just take it as it comes, hmm. and um, that's a good attitude to have. Well, yeah. There was you can't. I don't know because we were walking into the unknown, I suppose. But from I don't know whether we're getting into it now, but. We couldn't find the place first. That was because we were there before seven. You can't get there before opening. Yeah, so they open at seven o'clock. And just on that front, let me read what it says on the website as far as where the venue is located because it is a bit difficult to find if you've never been before. They don't have street frontage. And so on the website, it has their address where it is. And it says between this street and this street, facing onto the large car park. So it lets you know that basically you have to go down this little alleyway, you know, behind the buildings. There is a big car park because there's, I think, like a restaurant or pub or something next door. There's a few places along there that the car park serves. But again, they don't have street frontage, right? So it is a little difficult to find. It it was quite dark, the alleyway. So and not knowing the area was quite well. We just marched on in. We had, yeah. <laughs> we were like, we got to find it somehow. Um, but as we got to the car park, we saw a couple of other people that we knew. Mm. So it wasn't too bad. And if you're there after opening time, so they've got like a big roller door. And if you're there after opening time, that door is open and you can see like, they're not fairy lights, but like lantern light lantern types of things yeah. that are kind of in that. They have a little, um, like a porch, I would say. Courtyard. Courtyard. Courtyard Courtyard's probably a better way to describe it before you go in. And so you can see that if you're there after opening, but before opening, like you said, that's closed. And so it is more difficult to find. Yeah. If you're one of these people that are very punctual and you arrive on time or early to places, you are going to have difficulty knowing which one it was if it was your Mm -hmm. first visit. Um, But no, very easy. Once you found the laneway and it was lit up, you would definitely know that you're in the right spot. Yeah. Yeah. It is one of those sort of things that uh, um, some sort of uh, covert logo signage, um, something on that roll, that sliding door for people that do arrive early could be advantageous, but it's just, you know, but it's it was a very still, minor. It was still very thing. dark out the front anyway. So you oh, wouldn't have seen the signage on the door anyway. Potentially. Yeah. 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 That's fair. But it was a dark little alley. Mm. All right. So you rocked up. So we rocked up. You got got inside when they finally opened. Yeah, we finally got inside and like we were busting down the door. Yeah, yeah, let me in. Yeah. And we were greeted by Matt, mm-hmm. the um owner, one of the owners of the the premise, and to give a general rundown. Um, you know, every club we've been to, you get somebody that gives you a rundown on your first time. They'll check in if it's your first visit. 
if it's your first visit to a swingers club in general, um, just getting a barometer for what they need to explain to you and and so forth. Um, and I must say that the chat that Matt had at the start was very, very well informed, well laid oh, yeah, out. It was very um, engaging and not rushed and he showed an interest in the individuals. We arrived and there was a couple of other people there, some people that we knew were there and a couple of people that we'd never met before in a sort of a group of six people and he would make eye contact with everyone, talk directly, ask questions, get a gauge while still giving the spiel Mm. for what Between Friends is. It would make you feel very comfortable from the start. I was yeah. I was comfortable anyway, but so and but there wasn't the you walk in, welcome to between friends, let's go for a tour. Mm. It was a walk in, get a big spiel. It was about probably five to ten minutes long. Yeah, about that. And he said a tour will happen in half an hour when yeah. there's a group of people. Yeah. And you're not allowed upstairs basically until then. Yeah. 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 So chill so at the get chill a, in the bar. Get a yeah. drink and yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it was the same for you guys, but when we went for the first time and he was doing that kind of, you know, entry spiel kind of thing, there was a TV right as you walked in as well on your right hand side and it had like all the rules listed. Did you, did you notice no, that? I didn't notice oh. the rules, but I wouldn't be surprised. Are you just oblivious to yeah. things? I, quite <laughs> often I am, yes. Yeah. It was very exciting um, walking Because I, I honestly yeah, didn't pay attention to see if it was still there, but I'm assuming that it's still quite there. Quite possibly is, yeah. I, did, I didn't notice, to, okay. to okay. tell you the truth. But um, it certainly wasn't a script mm. for him if he did have it up there. Well, he's probably done it so many times, right? Yeah, you, you know can it. tell that he's yeah. done it for a long time or for – Enough of a period where it's second nature, yeah. um, everything there, yeah, no, which is, was really good. Um, but, yeah, before you even got past the front, so this was all at the front door. There's a, a bar that's probably six foot long um, and it's a, sort of a U-shape around and that's your entryway and you can then go around to the service area. And before you got past the end of the bar, he'd had a gauge of whether you should be there mm. and – you had a gauge of what the venue was going to be like. Which um, is good. Which is fantastic. Yeah. Because um, it cuts out any chance of a, of a bad element slipping through because he's making that engagement up front. Yeah. Um, which is always, it's an important thing that everybody is comfortable and obviously they're on top of the clientele that they've got there. And the other thing too, I mean, let's be honest, it's called Between Friends Wine Bar and part of, I'm going to assume that part of the reason they don't have street frontage is they don't want just anybody walking in not knowing that it's also, also a club, yeah. right? Yeah. And so having that little bit at the beginning and that entry makes sure that you know what you're walking into and it's not a complete and total surprise. Well, yep. One of the things that he said in the intro thing was, doesn't matter what you wear downstairs, you can wear nothing. Mm. Mm. But And everybody's told that when you walk upstairs, you have to be dressed down. Yeah. But when you're downstairs, you can, ha- you can be naked mm. and nobody even bats an eyelid. I still... I, I understand that. I still think I personally would have a problem being naked in a place where I'm getting a glass of wine and drinking and it's not my home in the middle of summer. Like, I just don't know that, I mean, I obviously I've been there and I've worn very little downstairs, but I still feel like I am more comfortable with a little something on, mm. even if it's just the bare minimum. Yeah, I'm with you on that. If I'm eating, but that's my comfort, not what's yeah. allowed, right? Oh, well, so exactly different. right. If I'm eating, if I'm drinking, yeah. I usually have something yeah. covered. At least cover the bits. Cover the bits, right? you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. But he made it very clear exactly oh, what you were, that's what you're walking into. Yeah. yeah. Which is good. Yeah. 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 And it's a little business tick as well that they do the two a half an hour later, go and get a drink. 
It's just great business acting. <laughs> <laughs> you would appreciate that. I do, I do appreciate that, yeah. Well, you did take advantage of that. Yes, I, of course, I took advantage of that and, uh, yes, did partake in the uh, wine selection. Yeah. Yeah. So when you did the tour, because I, I remember when our first time that there was that kind of waiting as well until you get a fair few people, which is good because, you know, then it's kind of like, okay, everybody, let's go upstairs at once as opposed to just that constant again and again and again kind of thing. Um, so what was, how many people were on the tour? Do you remember? I think there was about 15. Yeah. Oh, that's a fair few. Yeah. yeah. There was quite a few. And that's the, from memory, that's the only time that you're allowed to like take a drink upstairs and be clothed upstairs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They did say that we could take a glass of wine with us. Yep. We left ours downstairs just because the stairs are never a good thing <laughs> when you've got a glass of wine in your hand. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was about 15 people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was a very open, quick tour. So very. come on, yeah, come on up, follow along, here's the spots, Go have a look. Yeah. And it, it wasn't quite the ring the bell, now we're out of here, but it sort of felt like that. It was just to get you sight on a bit of titillation and a bit of understanding of where it was and what you were doing. In some uh, of the different rooms, I would and imagine. a couple of the different rooms yeah. and, and that yeah, sort it was, of thing. It was pretty much we got to the top of the stairs and she said, bathrooms are that way, playrooms are that way, go have a look. Mm. That's okay. So, yeah. so then you could explore yourself and, yeah. Yeah. and see the nooks and crannies and rooms and stuff. Yeah. 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 And um, I must say on that there's a bit of variety of the rooms. Uh, there was uh, rooms with the dual swing in it. There's a few private rooms, orgy bed style room, a couple of double beds, yeah, the um, hot S seats, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So, yeah, variety for whatever tickles your fancy certainly was there. So, voyeur question, at that early, very early hour, was anybody playing upstairs yet? No. No. Okay. No. I mean, I wouldn't have expected well, so, but I was just curious. They had it roped off until after the tour. Oh. So, nobody could actually oh, go up and play. Playing. Yeah. 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 But I, from what I saw not long after we'd come downstairs, there was a few people that took off upstairs. It didn't take long at all. Um, there was another... Uh, obviously you had the po- the podcast down there and that was announced during the, the start of the evening there'd be a live podcast and uh, for anybody that did listen, it was good that there was some people, uh, locals from down there that, that got involved. Yeah, we had a had good a crew come was, from the... It was really good. Yeah, a know? good crew from the Melbourne area. So shout out to y'all. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. Because it was good. Like, like I said last week, you know, we met some new people and got to see some folks we already knew as well. And it was just, it was a good, good crowd from Discord there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so we didn't start recording until about eight thirty. So it was a little ways in because we wanted to make sure that people were there, comfortable, kind of get into things. And I think what you were about to say is there was also another group. Yes, there as well. and there was another group there. Um, the Melbourne Swingers Group Club um, were having a meet and mingle down the road, and uh, the second half of their night was to descend on between friends, and it really was descend. Yeah, it went from. Yeah. yeah, a few people, a few couples, and and the sort of Discord group that had all met up to this place is full. Yeah, it was it was fantastic because you got this vibe, and you could tell that they all knew each other to a certain extent. But it went very quickly from cool, calm, we're having a chat to we're all in, and the play energy's on. And now it's and, and it's yeah. on because yeah. they've already gone through their meet and mingle, and it just sort of erupted. Yeah, and they had there. a raffle or giveaway or something as well, so. Yeah, if you listen to the live podcast at some point, you'll hear where yeah. that kind of peaked. Yeah. <laughs> and 
Yeah. So yeah. it was it was pretty obvious. We were in the room kind of right next to where that was happening. Yes. Um, but like you said, like that energy did did shift quite quickly because normally I think you would expect that to kind of build a bit. Yeah. But because I mean, like happens with meet and mingles, you have a bunch of people coming in at once. And then it was just like, OK, now it's party time. Party time. And yeah. that was that was fun. I liked it. I, I thought it was good. Yeah. And it was a very diverse group um, that, yeah. that came in, people of all ages, body size, normal yeah, just people. And it was fantastic to see. Um, something that we've noticed over time in swingers clubs in around New South Wales that we've been to is the age group is usually a little bit younger than, than us or in our pocket. There was a bit of old. Wait, how big's, how big's your pocket over there? It's what, huge. What are you, it's what are you big, hiding in your pocket? It's a big pocket. Are we getting yeah. your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a, a big, diverse range of ages. It was good. Yeah. It was really good um, to see and very welcoming, chatty people. Um, yeah, so it was no. It, it's the sort of group that I wouldn't mind next time we're in Melbourne. Yeah, reaching out to and going, "Hey, we're in Melbourne. Yeah. Have you got any events on? Or are you doing anything?" Because yeah, they seem was, like a great crew. There was no negativity. There was no. I know you get. You get at clubs the sectioned off people. Mm-hmm. You get one group over there and one group over there. There was none of that. If you stopped and talked to someone. Five more people joined in the conversation. Yeah, and I did think it was good that it wasn't because it's it wasn't like a us versus them kind of thing because we don't care. Like everybody's there just to have a good time, right? Yeah. And like you said, like in some places you might get that clickishness and a bit of that, but this this group was just yeah, very welcoming. It was great, and, yeah. and I, you know, honestly, that's what I kind of expect from any kind of venue. I expect people to be open and welcoming. I, I think yeah. it helped with the venue because the venue from the start was welcoming mm. and was friendly. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And um, after having a chat to a few people in that group and chatting about other venues and other options in the Melbourne area, they held between friends up there. This yeah. is the, this is the place yeah. to come. This is the place to be. Um, oh yeah, there's this over here and there's that over here. But we always love our night here, which is it's a really encouraging thing. It's great um, for the venue, and it's uh, it's good that people have found a place that that's welcoming and inviting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and sure. um, ticks off all the things that they need. Uh-huh. Yeah, so there's plenty of play space. You know, I. It look, did get a little it. bit crowded with that amount of people. Like with that other group that came in, there was a lot of people at one stage that basically tripping over themselves, and there were people lined up. But it wasn't like we were in the swing room. There was mm. two swings. Before COVID actually got out of the swing, there was someone trying to get in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm so, like, whoa. So before we get into what your night consisted of, anything else on the venue, clientele, they were all services? Really, they, all of them were very welcoming. They were yeah. all really nice. Definitely recommend. The staff? The yeah. Yeah, the staff was fantastic. Staff fantastic, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the staff is amazing. Yeah, yeah I mentioned uh, Matt is also uh, the mistress who's mm-hmm. one of the other owners and she so ran the tours and... Uh, did a, a lot of that check-in, make sure you're okay around the bar, and she was exceptional. Yeah. Uh, um, so attentive, and I have a slightly unusual name, and she was on it. That's and, good. Uh, it, it, yeah. Which it's something I always notice um, that somebody's got it straight away. Yeah. And you can just tell that somebody that's uh, passionate about what they do and is attentive to what they do. Yeah, big tick there. And the rest of the staff behind the bar were great. The venue, I... Only, I always like to be analytical yeah. and have a look at things. And I, if I was going to bring up any negativity towards a the venue, there's there's a little bit in the facilities that could use a bit of work. 
the locker space is a is small and cramped. It's hard. It's a space premium. It's the last place you want to put any effort into for doing something because you want the rest to play space and the bar space. I get it. But and and it what's interesting, hard. I was gonna say, yeah, and and I agree. But honestly, almost every swingers club you go to, that is going to be the one takeaway: is that the locker space could be bigger, especially because you've got so many people changing, at you know, in a fairly short amount of time, yeah. and. And so, yeah, it's just that space is at a premium. But again, it is a finite, like you're only there for like three to five minutes. So you don't want to invest a lot into that or take up a lot of floor space. Yeah. And it's it's a conundrum, I'm sure, when designing a venue. But it is something that I would say is ubiquitous to almost every club we've been to is people will say the locker space could be bigger. And for the ones that we've been to, it is exactly the same. Yeah. It's no different. And I get it. Um, I, I understand the the problem, the logistics around that is really tough, but it's getting a pass. And I yeah. think that's a real pass-fail sort of thing. You could really fail. You could have not enough lockers. You could have no space at all. We've been you, to places that didn't have lockers. There you go. So you can, you can have that real, I'm going to fail at it, but if you've got the facility and there's enough that you can get in and out, great. Yeah. Um, the, for the rest of the facilities, though, no – Nothing. I couldn't say anything from a layout, uh, facilities, um, requirements, seating, space to talk, different areas. There's no nothing to say bad. I will say that the um, layout of the wine bar space itself, like the tables, has changed since we were there before. And talking to the mistress about it, she said there was, I think it was Matt's birthday, some one of the birthday parties, and they rearranged tables for that. Because when we were there, there were high tops in the middle. Right. And when we were there this time, there were the two couches in the middle and like lower tables and the high tops were pushed to the edge. edge yep. And so it really opened that up a fair bit. It gives better access to the pole yep. because otherwise they'd have to move the high tops into, and that's kind of an effort. And so this time there was better access to the pole. It was a bit more open in that middle space while still having seating and tables and things. And so I actually really, I, I didn't know different before, right? But now seeing the way it's set up now, I'm like, oh, actually, I like this set up a little bit better com- in that it space. It was very comfortable. Yeah. 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 It, to me, the, the whole bar space felt like a bar, a cocktail bar, a, mm. um, a, a pub style venue in that. Uh, a wine bar, space. perhaps. A wine bar. But that's, what, <laughs> but that's what it felt like. It just felt like it was run and set out by somebody that knew bars. Yeah. yeah. Um, not that they didn't and were just had this space, yeah, which yeah. is probably come from experience, you know. But no, it was really good. Uh, that was fantastic. Um, but as I said, for everything else, I don't, um, I don't have anything on that, okay. that negative side. I had a, yeah, I think it's a great venue. All right, yeah, well, definitely. Yeah. Before we get into the nitty gritty and and the dirty stuff of the night, let's take a break. Okay. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I've been on the road for a while, and no website is looking better to me than adamandeve.com. That's right. While I'm on the road, I like to have my own strokers, vibrators, and anal toys. And Adam and Eve has it all. If you go to adamandeve.com and use checkout code by the by, that's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, you'll get one item at 50% off, free shipping, six videos on demand, and some extra things thrown in your box just to surprise you, you know, while you're traveling on the road. And don't worry, it comes discreetly, so you can even have it shipped straight to your hotel. That's right. Go to adamandeve.com. Use checkout code by the by. B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. Curious Humans Games is a game that we all love to play. I love to see all the messages we get from our Discord folk about receiving the game. It's great to see. Love it. Go to CuriousHumansGame.com. Use checkout code by the by and get 10% off your copy today. That's right. CuriousHumansGame.com. Get 10% off using checkout code by the by. And we're back. I hope you enjoyed that little um, bit of Bradford that you got there because, you know, I, cond- you getting. I know I conned him into doing the ads because I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm not clever enough to do this whole improv thing. So, yeah, I, I found a friend for that one. <laughs> found a friend. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so before we get into like the nitty gritty and the like dirty details of the night and, and who did what with whom where, I do want to bring up one thing that we failed to mention in the first part which was the theme for the night and the decorations. So the theme for the night was Christmas Upside Down because it's Christmas in July in Australia. And it was so cleverly decorated. They had Christmas tree, like forms of Christmas trees. They had blow up things and everything was hung upside down. Except, Except. I'm going to call it out. <laughs> now, now, there were two things that were not. Oh, and he saw the... Oh, hey. So uh, there's a big blow up snowman. He yep. didn't apparently do upside down very well (laughs) yeah so apparently you can't do little snowballs with big snowballs on top that's okay fine um so he was right side up most everything was upside down except on the wall they had neon ho 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 and they could have done an oh 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 yeah (laughs) so next time matt i I think matt actually mentioned that when he was doing his intro oh yeah he said something about the we like ho 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 but we didn't want to go, oh, oh, oh. It also might be so, how it actually hangs up, like the logistics just yeah. may not yeah, it just kind of work. Yeah. But I did think it was clever that it was Christmas upside down and almost all the decorations were upside down. Yeah. It, was, it was well done. Well decorated. People participated, I think, quite well. Yeah. yeah, there was um, spatterings of red and green everywhere. There was reindeer ears. There was yours were limp. My yeah, my oh. rain, my reindeer. <laughs> limp. Wow, my, don't shame his ears. Yeah, my reindeer ears went limp. One only, <laughs> only one. Yeah, yeah. Viag- oh, so it's like those cute little puppy dogs with yeah, like one, one ear, ear down, for, one ear up. Yeah, yeah. Viagra didn't kick in for the ears apparently. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work its way. Didn't in work. There. Yeah, didn't get that far. <laughs> 
dear. Uh, no, but um, no, it was, and it, it's always good when you've got a theme like that, and you see people getting involved. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. good fun. Yeah, yeah. and it, and it's it, people that take it as fun, and it, it was a lot of. It was very enjoyable. Yeah, that was one for me that we have some Christmas stuff, and I was gonna go cheesy because you've know, got a lot of cheesy Christmas stuff. So I was gonna do cheesy, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do this, and then I was like, no, actually, I should. We're doing a live podcast. I should probably try to be a little sexy. Yeah. So I ended up doing just a green latex skirt, red harness, and I don't know, whatever, green and red all throughout kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I was very tempted to do a cheesy thing, but you, then I was like, no. You did nail sexy for the night. Well, thank you. Yes. The photos were fantastic. And for those of you out there that aren't seeing the photos, you've got to get onto Discord, support on Patreon. There you go. Get on it, people. You heard it from Kobe. Yep. <laughs> Bradford's not the only one that's going to sort of push you guys to go and do that. Jump on Patreon and uh, come and jump on Discord and have a chat with all the sexy people that were there yeah. on the night. Yeah, absolutely. And the ones that weren't there. And the ones that weren't there. Yeah. Yeah, the ones that couldn't make it because, you know, for some of you North American listeners, where we travel to is like going from LA to New York. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not quite, actually. No, that's wait, probably not Wait, from Sydney to Melbourne? Yeah, yeah. So no, no it's, it's the other way. It's, it's New York. Hour. It's yeah. New York down to um, like Florida, like maybe. Florida. Yeah, yeah. 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 That it's, that side. It's an hour in the plane. Yeah. 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 It's as I was gonna say, it's probably even not even New York to Florida. It's more like like New York to okay. say North Carolina Fine. or something. I'm terrible at the locations. It's <laughs> seven hundred miles. Okay, put it that way. Wow, you know it in miles? I know it in miles. It came yeah. up on the map. I just know it's like a nine or ten hour drive and an hour and fifteen minute flight. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. It's so using the American units of measurement right. there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just go by how long it takes me, yeah, not like right. actual yeah. distance. Yeah. I get in an Uber and go to the airport and get on a plane. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> That'll do. That works. That works. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So what did what did your night consist of? What what kind of sexy activities did y'all get up to? Well, we stayed downstairs for quite a while and met a few new people. Didn't get names, didn't get numbers, just sat, talked. Uh, we, connections. Yeah. We then toddled off upstairs with a couple of people that we already knew and went into where the jewel swings were. Uh, They're um, slings. You keep saying swing. They're slings. Yes, there's a slings. difference. Yes, I mean they are slings, it's a similar slings, purpose, correct. but it is yes, technically they, different. They are slings. Yeah. Okay, we're going with the sling. Yeah, because if I get ever get in a swing, it involves a trip to the hospital <laughs> at the end <laughs> with a broken something. Okay, we have a swing. I'm going to put it up one night. We're going to do this. <laughs> we're going to make sure that Bradford has dialed zero zero. <laughs> yeah, we're ready to go. I am not driving. <laughs> Unless it's the gentleman, I am not trying. <laughs> Judy is no longer an ambulance driver for anyone except the gentleman. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yes, um, we played in the same room as I think there ended up being three or four other people in the dual sling room. And <clears throat> Bradford and I wandered in at some point during all that. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. I, I just I, wasn't going to mention anybody's names because, you know. Well, you can always mention Bradford and Angela's names. And I must say, I was laying back in the sling and I think you were going down on me at the time. And the next minute, I've got my eyes shut. I'm in, you know, sexual ecstasy as you are. And the next minute I'm getting being kissed. And, oh, it's Bradford. (laughs) (laughs) It was wonderful. Yeah, because we wandered up just to see kind of what was going on and that kind of thing and found y'all in that sling room. And there was another Discord person there that I don't haven't asked for permission to call names, so I'm going to call him Mr. Corset. 
Yeah, um, that's a good name. So Mr. Corset was kind of there as well as somebody else, and he seemed interested in getting into the sling. So I was like, just, just do it. Just jump up on in. And so, yeah, he jumped up into the sling. and He had a grand time. And, <laughs> yeah, I went down on him a little bit. Bradford went down on him a little bit. I think he he seemed in to be very blissful and maybe a little overstimulated. And so he did call it at some point, (laughs) but it was fun because it was like, you know, you've got Kobe and then this person and it was just like kind of go between the two. It's nice, fun sexiness. There's a lot of sexiness in those slings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Then we wandered through the main rooms I still have bruises from the sling where I wrap my arm around the chains. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 That is – and I, I love slings. absolutely love them. But that is a problem is that you can very well end up bruised, especially leather ones as well, mm. like on the legs. Oh, yeah. So, you know, kind of where the edge is. And there's no good way around that, right? No. Like it just – it's a it's a hazard of the play. Right there. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, well, it's the hazard of the play and it's the memories for afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And you can look at that and be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Win. yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, they fade. <laughs> but that's my memory, people. Not, yeah. But you know, we can tattoo those bruises on, oh, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the places that it will hurt the most to get a tattoo. Yeah, that's, that's anywhere, actually true. Right? Anywhere on Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry, you were saying. Um, then we wandered through the other. I you said two or there's three. There's the private rooms. There's a couple of private rooms, and then there's two main rooms. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it was absolutely packed. Yes, we, it was. We stood and watched for a little bit, not very long, but then we went back downstairs. Yeah. But we did a lot of talking to people from Discord and we did a lot of people talking to just anyone. There was there was no one that didn't wasn't friendly enough to stop and say hello to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we wandered around a bit as well to s- a couple of times. So after we left the sling room, we want Bradford and I wandered around and we saw a lot of people that we knew, a lot of people we didn't know, a lot of really fun, sexy play. I was like, okay, we could just go stand here and watch for a bit. But it was covered up. So there wasn't really a spot for us to necessarily jump in. And even the people that we knew, like, they're already engaged, right? So you don't want to jump in and, like, yeah. disrupt the flow of things. Um, but it was it was really cool to see all the different spaces in use and and people were getting creative with some of them too. So <laughs> that was, I like to see that. The space is at a premium. We're going to make it work. Yeah. 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 It's, it is always actually fun to see when you do. Yeah. You've got one edge of a bed and the, the creative position they come up with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was like, yeah, there was no room to, yeah. to move upstairs. Mm. And I was happy to see that there were some newbies as well that um, made their way upstairs too. So that yes. was that was good to see. Yeah, always good mm. to see. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's always good to see. Yeah. The people that are uh, finding their feet and having fun and enjoying themselves. It's good to see anybody enjoying themselves. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, um. It's well. It's compersion, and it's also love for your community and mm. and just making sure everyone's having. You, you know, people are having a good time. That's always a good thing. Yeah. yeah. There wasn't anyone sitting on the lounge. Like I I know that at other clubs you walk in or walking around you see a couple or a couple of people sitting on a lounge arms crossed very negative. Mm. There was none of that. There, everybody was engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. with yeah. with one person or another. There was no Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Um I don't want to correct what you just said no you go for it baby no i 
I've seen myself be there. It's not always negative. Sometimes it's just shit scared, nervous, no, don't fair. know how to break. Yeah. Um, yes, you occasionally see the negative person, but it's something I've been cognizant of of seeing is that and, and engaging with people that have in that sort of standoff sitting back because they may just be scared to break the ice it because it's be, their first time or they're not those sort of people. Yeah, they could yeah. be introverted. They could be overwhelmed. Yeah. 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 So yeah. sometimes there are negatives, I know, but I just but think that's was, something I, you definitely see. I personally lot. didn't see yeah. any of that. Well, on, no, and I saw none Friday, of that on Saturday night, Saturday night down there, um, no, which is – is very encouraging when you've got a venue like that. It either means a people have been able to foster their their friendships, or b those that are there are seasoned. able to break that ice and they're seasoned enough to yeah to to get people. Or there involved. is seasoned people that have been walking around looking for those people to talk to. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, I know that like Bradford and I after that bit we went downstairs had another drink. And then we did do another round upstairs just to see, and there still weren't spaces. Oh, wow. Like it was wow. still packed. So I was yeah. like, okay. So it was kind of like at that point, of course, you know, we were kind of like, maybe we can find a spot. And then I was like, mm, nah, <laughs> let's just go back downstairs and have some more wine and talk to people some more. And I will say that from my perspective, we very obviously very much enjoy talking to people because there's so many times that we go and we just end up talking to people and not necessarily playing and stuff. And this was one of those nights because we, there were so many new people that we hadn't met before or people that we don't see very often. And so it was making those connections and, and just kind of in between when they were downstairs catching them and kind of having a bit of a chat. And I felt like we were a bit scattered and that it was just like little bits with different <laughs> people, but not like anything meaningful with any of them. But that's also kind of what you expect in that type of a venue, right? Yeah. You're not going to have like a deep and meaningful Likely at some yeah. place like that. Here's my card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Send, send yeah. me an email. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really good though, just to, to talk to people and meet new people and, like you said, folks from the other group even and mm. chatting with them and yeah, yeah. It was I, I very much enjoyed it, even though we didn't find a spot to, to play, play. But that's okay. Oh, <laughs> these things happen. Yeah, yeah. Did you do the adult version of a tantrum, which is I'm going to take my paddle and ball gag and go home? I did not. No, <laughs> no. I don't. Did they actually have a place for that sort of? So they have a small room. So do you know where the two private rooms were? Yeah. There was a third room just to the left in that kind of where the massage table is. Mm. So so for yeah. those playing along at home, there's a room that I would or a space that I would say is a bit rectangular, and as you're walking through, there's a massage table that's parallel to the walk space. And and it's open, and then on opposite of that, opposite the walkway of that, there's three rooms. Two are private rooms with doors. The other one probably has a door. I don't know, but it has a cross in it. It's a small space. Yeah. Okay. And I think that was one of those. We need a spot to put it, but again, you know, space is at a premium. It's not going to be used as much as the beds are. So it it is a small space. You're not really going to get a good big full swing. If you're paddling, if you're doing something like that, it's fine. Um, apparently talking to somebody, if you angle the cross in the corner just right, you can get a decent swing. Hmm. I don't know. We had, we didn't explore that. Yep. Um, but there is, it's just, it's a smaller Smaller space. space. So you wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't actually take your floggers so you could go and flog someone at, at between friends. There's no dedicated flogging space. Yeah. 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 And there was a lot of people, so you wouldn't Mm. want to do it anyway. Well, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's not a kink venue. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it would be the way to put it. Yeah. There's no, they're not kink focused at all. But that being said, when we were there last time, 
we were talking to somebody and he actually did have, he had a cross that he had made and it was a portable cross. Cool. And he put it up in the room where we did the podcast. Oh, nice. And so, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. So he had it in that room, which is a much bigger space. Yeah. And of course it's got the doors. So it's not, they weren't closed, but it is a barrier that people are going to stand behind the doors and watch and not necessarily come in all the time. One of the things that we didn't get in the tour, and I know the mistress is in talking to you and Bradford about that space in quite some detail, whereas it was really glossed over what that space was when in our tour. Uh. Um, But that space, whether by management or good fortune, is actually fantastic for any sort of theme night. Because, yeah. yes, you could turn it into a king space, a really good functional king space with that sort of equipment. Demo, demos. You can, yeah, demos. Um, yeah, it could be a, a, a massage space or a sploshing space. So, yeah, so many things you could do in there or a, a gangbang yeah. just in that room. Yeah. Because there's enough room for probably uh, comfortably 25 people with no furniture in there, which makes it sort of like a function area. Yeah. Yeah, you can do something a bit different. So. Was there any significance behind the room or is it a, um, an ex so, room or something? Yeah, or something? so the, yeah. Uh, we we'd learned um, and they do have actually in that room, one of the along one of the walls, they have a bunch of pictures from the building of the space and like when they were creating it and actually doing the work to turn it from what it was into a swingers club. And what it was was a meatpacking plant and which is also why it doesn't have street frontage, right? And so it was a meatpacking plant. I mean, it's it still is, but in a different way. So yes, insert joke here. <laughs> um, but that front room was a cool room. And so it is very insulated. So while like on the live podcast, you can definitely hear the music pumping in the background. It's not as loud as if we had just been in the main space because the doors were mostly closed. Yeah. So it is a bit more insulated because that was a cool room. And then I think also back where the lockers are, that was also a cool room space. That makes if sense. I, yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, so, so yes, yeah, so they've basically taken, you know, that space and, and it is more insulated. So it worked really well for like, you know, the recording because at least then you didn't get quite as much of background noise and stuff like that. But it's also a reasonable, I mean, I would say it's, I don't know dimensions, but I would say it's kind of your average Sydney bedroom size. And yeah. so they yeah. had like maybe a little bit longer. Master, master bedroom it's, size. Yeah, it's a little yeah. bit longer. Four by four? Yeah. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. yeah. Four by four, five by five, something. Yeah. 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 But it has, they have it set up to where it's got couches around in the U shape, you know, opposite the door. And so it is fairly open. And like when the guy had the cross in there, it was kind of in the middle between all the couches, but towards the far end, right? And so you could get like a good swing and stuff like that. Mm. But it is a good space for any kind of demos, any specialty types of things. I agree. Yeah. That's a good use it's of actually it. Actually be a really good use of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, a good point. Yeah, no, it's... um. And I think if I'm going to assume, not knowing, but I'm going to assume if it's like a slower night, you can close that off. So then the wine bar part itself feels a little bit fuller, but if it's busy like it was, they'll have it open. Could open it so up. you can go in there also because even if the doors are open... Because it's so well insulated, if you needed kind of a bit of a quiet space and away from all of the excitement, the noise, everything that's happening, you can go in there. And, and if you, I'm sure if you really, really needed, you could close the doors and nobody would question it, right? Not at all. Um, because you can see through. It's not like it's like, you yeah. know, you, you can see through what's happening. But at the same time, it is that extra bit quiet that gives you that kind of a little bit of a chill space if yeah, you need like it. Like a decompression chamber. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. can go chill in there, yeah. get, get over what what's happening and, yeah, a bit of a quieter space. Even just to have a – because like all bars, music can be a little bit louder. Mm. So if you're trying to have a bit more of an intimate conversation with somebody, it is a good space to go in and be able to do that. Yeah. 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 I, think it's, I think it's really – 
well, maybe not necessarily by design. I think it's clever that there is a space like that. Mm. And I know we've been at other venues, um, the Rabbit Hole down in Adelaide. They had a, a I'm going to say a room, basically like a big walk-in closet that was a cuddle room. So it was like kind of a place to go and just like pillows and blankets and stuff. And you could just kind of cuddle and have that away space and quiet time. And I think it's really clever. And I like that venues are thinking about these kinds of things a bit more because sometimes it does get overwhelming and you might be like, I just need a space to be for a moment, yeah. right? Yeah, it's. I think it's where good people running the venues realize that PIV is not the be all and end all of what swinging needs to be. Mm. Um, penis in vagina. Um, it's it's not forever. It's not everything. Yeah. Um, there is yeah. cuddle. There is intimacy. There is getting to know people. There's there's a whole lot of other things. Kink. There's other things that, yeah. that play into that. All right. Scale of one to ten. How was the night? I'll give it a solid nine. Yeah. There's, oh, there's always room for improvement. If you give something a ten out of ten, then <laughs> yeah. you're never going to have room to move. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why Jude rates me a four. <laughs> you have a lot of room to move. Yeah, there's a lot of room to move. Is that, uh, does that mean you started out at like a one, yeah, or like yeah. have, have you moved in the last twenty something years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, negatives. I'm, no, I'm I'm going to go a, a very solid A. Yeah, because yeah, I'm going to use letters just to be different. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, no, great venue, good people, a great space. Yeah, I, I'd definitely go. Back. Definitely going back. Not not. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's on it's on the list to go back to in within the next twelve months. because yeah. um, a really good space, good people, and I think you have a good time if you um, take the dive in. If you're listening in Victoria, you find yourself down there. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, even accessibility too. It's not far from the city. Um, it's a quick little Uber trip out to. Yeah, we we stayed in the city. Yeah, took an Uber out. I was whilst we were looking for the venue. Yep, going back to the beginning of the podcast. Cobe was on a mission to find the entry because we couldn't find it and I was standing on a corner. I was later told not to stand on the corner (laughs) (laughs) because we were in apparently the area where people stand on the corner. Yes. But but I was just like, I'm not walking all that way. Cobe was off (laughs) on a mission. Let him find it, come back and get me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I could could see him. I was going to say, it was a safe area. Yeah, it was was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a good area. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. Yeah, if you're down in Melbourne, go check it out. Between Friends Wine Bar, there'll be a link in the show notes. Um, and, yeah, you'll probably hear a bit more about it over time because anytime we're in Melbourne, <laughs> we're probably going to be going there too. Yep. To yeah. be honest, like, yeah. we, we love it. It's a great venue. And and the folks that run it are fantastic. So what would you give it out of 10? Um, so the venue itself, I would I would say probably nine. Again, things like the locker rooms, like little things that can't really be a changed Really. Um, but I think they, and I mean, we didn't touch on it. We, Bradford and I talked about it when we first, first went down, but we didn't touch on it this time, but they do have like the smokers area off of the locker yes, room. I was yeah. actually going to suggest, say something about that. They do. And, but the smoke does not come inside. It's a small little area. When we were there the first time, there were some folks, I think that were leaving the door open a bit that yeah. were smoking, not vaping. So it did filter in. You noticed it a lot more. This time I did not notice it whatsoever. Yeah. So I think it, it was definitely better this time from that there perspective. Was, there was quite a few people that did smoke. Mm. Um, but I didn't even notice, no. which is a good sign. I think that's a very good sign. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, my only regrets, two regrets from the night is that we didn't get more time to talk to people. It's a given. It's going to happen. 
and that we never found a place to play at any point. <laughs> but also it's a, I'm, I'm going to say a, a hazard of doing the podcast is that if we're doing a live podcast or something like that, is that we spend half the night, quote unquote, working. And so then, you know, just getting into that play mode and whatnot, it just takes that bit more, that bit longer. And then kind of you're at the end of the night, right? And so I think both Bradford and I accept that on those nights, if we play, we play. But if we don't, we don't. And we had a little bit of time, like I said, in the sling room, but not like, you know, not like a not big, a good play session. Not like a, yeah, like yeah. a big orgy night kind of thing. Yeah. But I, I also don't expect it going into something like that. So so for me, it's where your expectations are. I know if that if that's what I want, I'm going to go on a different night yeah. when we're doing something. Like Pendulum on August 25th. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Bradford. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think, I mean, I love the venue. It's great. Like I said, the venue's good. The, the people that work there are fantastic. And anytime we're in Melbourne, we'll definitely go back. So, yeah. Yeah. I always, I'm always happy when I can say the venue's great and the people are better. Mm. that's to me that's yeah number one yeah. um things things go wrong in a venue and you've got a team that's going to fix it or be able to support their patrons through it that's just brilliant yeah and um to follow on with that so we i did do a call out on discord for anybody who was there if they wanted to share their experience they could send me a little blurb we would read it or they could do a audio bit um, we had one taker on that, so thank you very much for sharing your experience. Here's what they had to say. So this will give you a, a slightly different perspective, perhaps. This was my first time to Between Friends Wine Bar, and it's safe to say not the last. The staff were amazing, inviting, and friendly. The venue had a classy vibe, a cozy atmosphere, and yet somehow always managed to have just the right amount of vibe to make it feel like a night out at a club. My favorite moments were hard to separate from the whole experience, Meeting my podcast heroes was definitely a big highlight of the night and even better when I got to kiss them. Also, kiss us anytime. <laughs> Side note, that was not written in there, but yeah. Um, I even got the chance to tick an item off my sexy bucket list, a FMF, which wasn't even a planned thing, but oh my God, I've never had such a hot experience in a room full of sexy people doing all sorts of sexy things. In general, meeting lots of people in the flesh I've only heard on the podcast or messaged on Discord really made the experience complete for me. Thank you for coming to Melbourne and making it happen. XOXO. So I thought that was really sweet. It sounds like they had a very positive night as well. That's awesome. So, yeah. That's good. So positive vibes all around, which is good. Yep. Yep. So if you're down in Melbourne, check it out. Between Friends Wine Bar, you can email us, theatomsoflove at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at By the By Podcast. Or if you want to talk to us a bit more real time and all these other sexy people on Discord, join Discord. Go to patreon.com slash by the by podcast. Uh, subscribe at any level and link up your Discord with your Patreon and boom, you're on. It's magic. I don't know how it happens. It just does. So yeah, join us out there. And thank you, Judy and Kobe, for coming on and giving us your opinions on the night. Thank you very much, as always, for having us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.